Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cybersecurity Happy Hour podcast. My name is Christy Ogubery and this is episode 9. Now the topic for today's podcast is cybersecurity and privacy. Now in this episode I'm going to examine some of the top concerns really especially around privacy. But there is a difference between protecting or data protection and privacy and also there is a relationship between privacy and cyber security as well and let's really look at what really privacy means to us or not just to us to the organization that is actually you know harvesting or capturing this data and storing this data within their physical infrastructure or within the cloud So it really looks at the rights you have to your personal information. So when you, for example, you go to a website, you might enter a web form or when you register for for a service or even if you're a customer or uh, you might register for a service and they might ask you for some of these personal identifiable information. So really what we're looking at here is that these information that's been harvested by these organizations, how do they use these data? So they, and the policies, so they must have policies driven by law to um, secure that, that information. And again, what are your rights as a subject? Because as a subject, you can make a request to, as a, uh, under subject access rights to what, gain or to know what information an organization has on you now other th- we are just looking at i uh, just mentioned one example which is a website what about when you download smartphone apps now um how do you know they're actually keeping to the word and i mean when i mean the word it, i mean that they they're actually securing that data using maybe technical controls to actually secure that data now on some on many instances we share personal information with let's say with our banking when you uh Let's say you open a savings account, or you know, you, you know, you've got some money, some uh, you know, investment account. Again, what happens to that data? You know, you've, you've entered that information, and sometimes you also produce proof that you are who you say you are. Now, you've you've, uh, you've entered that information. What happens afterwards? So they need to maintain your privacy, and they have to use security tools or methods or policies to secure that information you have tr- you have given them this is a, a supposed to be a relationship of trust now once they kind of verify that you are who you claim to be then they will then give you access to uh, maybe some of the services uh, or some of their products as well now if your privacy so that on that on that agreement if your privacy or your information has been breached then this is where we come when it becomes a problem and there have been many instances i'm going to cite a couple of examples as we know that there's many instances here okay have you also considered as well okay they have um, obtained that information from you because you really want something from them and they have given you that product or service but they decided to uh okay go the extra mile maybe to uh make some extra income and sell that information to third parties without actually informing you now if that information is sold on then of course your privacy is out the window it's quite exposed 
And what typically happens is that those who they sold that information to, if they do not have secure systems or interested in cyber security or information security, then that information can be breached as well. Now, what we believe effects on you personally is that you may become a victim of maybe identity theft. Uh, there might be some fraudulent, your, your details might be used on a, for cyber fraud. To name a few, I'm just really naming a few here on this podcast. I've always mentioned about using a VPN to protect your privacy. And how does it work? Now, if you go to like a website, for example, you can block certain websites that might be deemed to be malicious and using your internet browsers, using your internet browsers. And you also use various servers as well to protect what your public facing IP. And then also, again, the security part comes in that it would prevent others or notified persons from accessing your personal information. Now, while we're on the subject of VPN, I'm going to mention this. We have an affiliate link, which is the NordVPN. Now, do not forget to protect your data in transit. And what if you want to continue to maintain your privacy, um, use our affiliate link. The link is on the show notes. So you look at, go to the show notes, you'll see a link. And uh, what can you really get from this um, affiliate link there are benefits apart from security you're going to have some kind of uh, reduction and what is this reduction the reduction comes in the price you pay for nordvpn now what do you get you say you're going to get 70 percent off a three-year plan and you also get one month free now in order for you to get this price if you use the coupon code intechcyber Gonna repeat that again in tech cyber and you are going to get this deal and that's going to help you really to protect your privacy all right so that so go to the show notes and then click on the link and uh, use that code then definitely then the journey kind of starts now start today if you haven't done so already you haven't got a vpn all right let's look at the workplace okay so you're working for a company and this organization this company work for Really, when they onboard you, when you when you're starting work, they've offered you the job. Okay, you know. Okay, now now you need to provide information to prove your identity, and they would collect things like your national insurance number, which is it, which is in the UK. In the America, it was called Social Security. Uh, your date of birth. Now, sometimes depend on the role, they will ask you for some medical information as well. If they were probably in some countries, they want to provide you with insurance. All right, so you can see they collect and your address, so they're kind of collecting and then they'll ask for your like an, uh, your, an ID, such as your passport or your driver license. Okay, and these documents are again sometimes photocopy or scanned. Okay, have you wondered? Okay, they've done this. Where are they keeping this information and how secure it is? Okay, because the under under the law, let's say in the UK, you have GDPR. Organization has a responsibility. Well. To, you know, of course, on the data they collect from the customers, supplies or staff. And what does this law say? Says? It says, it's, the law says that in order for an organization to be compliant with GDPR, they must or they should implement data protection by design and have default measures. That's what the law says. So those organizations that are comp- uh, collecting data must comply with this law, GDPR. 
Now, no organization is above the law. No persons or no organizations are above the law of any land. Now, I did mention that I'm going to cite uh, just a couple of examples of breaches. In the US, we've got the P Privacy Protection Act. Uh, this is to do with, with Hulu. Okay, oh, some of you know. Remember who is that? It's like Netflix. What what did they do? I mean, this is just, what did that what did they allegedly do? They kind of violated this law, which is I said the Private Protection uh, Privacy Protection Act, and allegedly Hulu disclosed the customer information they collected during registration of the services to well to third parties well again then of course somebody made a complaint so they collect this information as part of their process but they decide to what sell this on uh, which is wrong okay another example okay this is again to do with uh, in Malta all right again personal data that was collected um, so what's a personal data that's personal information about those who are going to be voting in the election they collected this information, but where the breach happened is the <laughs> there was an IT security company that was responsible really for maintaining this this information collected. Once they're maintaining it, they, what actually happened was there was a data breach, and there were over about over three hundred thousand Maltese personal data was leaked online. Can you imagine this? You went to register to vote. And a few months later, you hear that, yeah, oh, okay, there was a data breach and your name is on this, you know, the internet and your information. Now, what, what really is the problem here is that, yes, they collect the data, but the company that responsible for the security of that data did not store that data or protect it adequately. What did they do? What actually what happened was they used an unprotected database belonging to another software solution company. And of course, they... They, they entered the things like their names, the, the, some identification numbers, and this information, even though it was, if it's going to be sent to a third party, it wasn't redacted, it wasn't masked, and of course, when there was a breach, everything was you know, out in the open. Because we were passing information to these organizations, because we want the product services, or we, we, there's someone who do like voting, for example. Now, how, what should the companies uh, themselves do? I did say, okay, they need to adhere to the laws, in which they in the country they operate the law of the land and there's of course they should have policies internally and also on their website so that's just this just a minimum i'm just talking about here so they have to have must have kind of privacy policies have some kind of security policies so that those processing the data data are also data controllers we know what to do so give them some kind of guidance and also it also informs those who data is being managed uh, how it's been done as well. Uh, other things they need to do probably to on an ongoing basis is to conduct some kind of cyber risk management and have an incident response team just in case something goes wrong, okay? So that is something that needs to be done on an ongoing ba uh, basis. So, you know, follow the law of the land, ensure that uh, wherever that data is kept is secure. How do you verify that it's been secure? You conduct risk assessment. Uh, cyber risk assessments and then you want to make sure that the controls they've put in place to to secure that data is actually working so it's still fit for purpose all right and if it isn't fit for purpose then what can we do how can we treat this new risk so they need to do something in order to kind of uh, reduce what the impact so these are these are things that companies should be doing on an ongoing basis so ongoing monitoring and also reviewing uh the controls they have in place to protect customer information or even employee information.
Now, it depends on your, from the organization's point of view, the customer base or the, the suppliers might possibly have some kind of consultation, um, you know, the, the stakeholders. So these stakeholders are interested in your company. They have an invested interest. But probably have some kind of consultation uh, to discuss um, how, or inform them how this data is, be, is being secured. Obviously, get input for insights from them as well. How, and, you know, how better to manage security or what they think should be done. Of course, they might not have that expertise, but possibly, you know, just having that outer oversight as well can help. Of, of course, of you know, having again cybersecurity tools and controls and expert staff as well. I also mentioned about having um, a readily available incident response team. So you, you, this team can be in-house or it can be outsourced. What would this team do? This team, of course, they're responsible for any kind of investigation. They maybe want to contain the incidents and, of course, later on remediate. And then, of course, they were going to learn, okay, what did we do wrong? Lessons learned. So that's a specialist team. We've got to say we want to minimize the impact. And from the organization's point of view, if they're done, done uh, they do carry out their, or practice due care, then it, they might minimize some kind of uh, penalties or financial loss. Because if they show to be negligent, then they might get fined. But if they've kind of done all they're supposed to do and sometimes there was an error, then of course, maybe they will get fined severely. Now the organizations, yes, have to take responsibility in securing your data and, you know, especially and protecting your privacy using cybersecurity. However, um, I would say this is a two-way relationship. Yes, they've got their own responsibilities. You as a customer or the client have your own responsibilities. Now, let's, uh, let's use an individual. Uh, what can you do to kind of reduce this risk and kind of protect yourself? Now, we know that the internet is like, uh, you know, it's, it's an insecure network. Everything's published out there. And we know that sometimes organizations are, are quite some, as I said, maybe unscrupulous by sharing or selling this information on so what what can you do what can you control yourself now if you're using things like social media and facebook because sometimes uh cyber criminals can harvest information for your personal facebook make sure your your social media accounts are secure okay um do not share everything you know you know, everything is shared. Some people put pictures of their homes, you know, announcement they go on a holiday. Uh, reduce what you share uh, on social media because, again, if you might share it within a group, somebody with that group may show it to, to somebody else. If you have, let's say, uh, anything like paper-based products, let's say you've got anything on a, you know, paper, then instead of just putting the bin, make sure that what you shred it, all right? If you have a shredder, don't just put it in the bin. Because sometimes, you know, when you put the bins out on the bin, there's some people go around and start rifling through the bins. Okay, make sure that you shred the bins, uh, shred the, the paper paste. Or you, and this, when I mean paper, I mean things that like bank statements. Or you can also probably, instead of using paper based banks, why don't you go digital instead? Go digital. So you don't have to worry about, oh my God, you're accumulating bank statements. Other things uh, like your, um, your social security number, your, uh, your national insurance number, document who you've given this to. Do not give to anyone. Especially like now, the, the present time when a lot of people, um, some people have lost their jobs and they're looking for work. Some unscrupulous companies are asking for ID before they offer them a job. They have actually gone for the interview, can we see your ID? Then you think, okay, I haven't actually done the interview and I haven't actually got the job, I want to see my ID. Just, I think with those, just walk away. 
Okay, I know you need you need to work, you need a job, but you have to kind of you know think. Uh, um, you're, you know, someone should be ringing back of your ears. Now, uh, this is not right. Why should I have? Why should I give you a, a identification uh, before you actually offer me the job? All right, what are you gonna? What are they gonna do with it? That's not. That's a poor process, I would say. Any devices you got at home or you know you know in the workplace, companies responsible for workplace security. But personally, you talk about personal now. Secure and any of your internet or things. Okay, I've mentioned the previous podcast, you can go back and listen to those. You know, change your passwords, for example, use VPN. Be mindful when you go on Wi-Fi, and the public Wi-Fi. Yes, it's free. Oh, it's delicious. But, okay, make sure that you're using uh, VPN to protect the traffic, you know. So you're going to log in, make sure you protect that traffic. And I know sometimes some Wi-Fi, they want to, you know, harvest data. Just be mindful of that as well. I mean, what they're asking, they want to give you free Wi-Fi, but they want to collect some information from you. Is that necessary um, before you give me access? Okay, if that is, I don't have to give you everything but the kitchen sink. All right. So again, be mindful of that as well. So just make sure you understand what information you're giving away. Now, sometimes organizations will publish their, their privacy policy on their website and can read what that means. Exactly. So, you know, okay, then. Uh, because they're making a statement. This is how we collect data. This is what we do with the data, etc. All right. So kind of spend time as well. You know, don't kind of skip it. Read through the, public, uh, the, the privacy policies. And same thing applies to cookies as well. When you go to a website that asks you if you're okay, accept cookies. Take your time. I know you want to go to that website to uh, use the services or access the product, uh, use the services. But take time and see what kind of information are they actually collecting from you. And after a while, you know, you know, clean, clear the cookies. So having these, these are things you can do. You can take ownership yourself. Take ownership of your own data. Because sometimes we can't control what the company does because we don't, we don't go in there to investigate. Okay, what can I do myself? What can I do? How can I manage my own information? Now, if you want further advice on really how to secure information, just listen to our previous podcasts. I talk about different ways of methods on how to secure your personal data. And as well, I move on to the, the um, physical, uh, the organization's infrastructure as well. All right. So just kind of listen to other podcasts. And if you've got any questions or comments, please feel free to contact me. Now, you can uh, follow us on uh, Instagram. So if you go to Cybersecurity Happy Hour podcast, you can leave a comment. And also you can contact me personally because what I do, I'm a cybersecurity professional. And my role on a day-to-day basis while I'm not doing the podcast is I kind of carry out tests. I carry out penetration tests for organizations. I do risk assessments. So things I do on a day-to-day basis. So if you've got any questions, just um, you know hit me with your questions. And um, I try my best to, to respond uh promptly now that's all for today's episode and i thank you once again for tuning in and listening to uh this podcast i try to keep it short and punchy so that i can actually get to the point and just kind of make you think about your personal security your privacy and what information are you sharing out there thanks again for listening again and until next time